Hi, and welcome to the Hingham Cast. I'm your host, Allie Donnelly. For the last 20 years, I've been a reporter for NECN and NBC Boston, but now I'm telling stories in this new way. We're called the Hingham Cast because we're hyper-local, looking at the pandemic, politics, and everything in between through the lens of one town, my town. But the issues we're exploring are unfolding in communities across the country. COVID has been horrific for so many, but it's also an opportunity to come together, empathize, challenge, inspire, to ask, can we all be more connected? I say yes. Let's start now. How much laundry do you have? Um, I think I have one, two, three, four bags. Cynthia sorts socks and shirts, pants and towels into washing machines at the Superwash laundromat in Weymouth. So I'm doing my daughter's laundry, my mom's doing her laundry, and then I have my stuff to wash. The single mom is a counselor at a residential group home in the area and has her daughter Julie in tow. Is that a real microphone? It's a real microphone. Look, you talk into it and you see the... She's asked us not to use her last name for privacy in tough times. You're working, you're going to nursing school, Yes. you're trying to take care of a, you know, preschooler and pay all your bills. Yes. How are you getting it done? Don't know. God. (laughs) (laughs) She's also getting help from a program called Laundry Love. Will you need another card? I think I might need one, yes. Okay. The volunteer group out of St. John's Church in Hingham is an offshoot of a national program helping people struggling financially. So we've got laundry detergent, fabric softener, dryer sheets. Once a month, volunteers like Chrissy Roberts staff a table with supplies and prepaid laundry cards. Clients who've connected with Laundry Love through a social service agency, school, or like Cynthia, by happening upon a volunteer at the laundromat, can wash and dry their own clothes without worrying about the expense. So you're prioritizing, you know, paying certain things like your car insurance and your car and, you know, your electric bill and stuff like that. And then the little bit of money you have left over, you're like, okay, what do I do with this? And sometimes it might not be enough. Yeah, yeah. In terms of when you're trying to prioritize, and laundry, obviously, is, is something you have to do. How does it all fit in? I usually put it at the end of the list. I usually put it at the end of the list. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, let me finish paying everything off. Let me do everything I need to do. And then whatever's left, I'll just do my laundry. Yeah. Now something that could have been easier if you do a few loads every week, now I'm piling everything up towards like maybe two or three weeks, and now that becomes stressful. And then I'm just going to take the car, start it up. And when you're trying to make things stretch, how meaningful is that to have that extra 40 or $50 in your pocket? It's great. What does it give you? What does it allow you to do? I can use that money towards something else. I can fill up my tank or, you know, I can um, bring Julie somewhere. I can do something different with that money. Yeah. It, it's just helpful. Like, I, you know, I could go buy some extra stuff at the grocery store. It's just, it's a relief. Yeah. Yeah. We'll leave you with detergent. Laundry Love typically serves 10 families per night at superwashes in Weymouth and Hull. There you go. Thanks so much. Chrissy Roberts has been volunteering for about three years. Laundry Love was started nationally uh, several years ago because someone asked a homeless person, how can we help you? And they answered, I think if I had clean clothes, people would treat me more like a human being. What do clean clothes represent for people? Well, if you think about your own household, how could you live without clean clothes? As a mom of two, 
I think about how much laundry we do. And if I couldn't just do that whenever I wanted to, or I had to go to a laundromat and couldn't pay for it, it would definitely be very difficult. Like somebody, let's say somebody's jobless and needs to go for a job interview. How do you do that without clean clothes? Yeah. Or let's say a child is going into a classroom without clean clothes. How are they treated? Mm. I think it's just a simple, easy way to help people. And I think it's something we can all relate to. Yeah. You know, I'll be honest, when this first started, I thought we're doing people's laundry. How does that work? What do you mean? Uh, but I was wrong. I thought we're doing somebody's <laughs> laundry. I don't understand. But we're we're just yeah providing the, the cards for the machines and and putting the detergent on the table and they do everything themselves. It's it's just yeah being there, yeah. being there with what they need to make it happen. Mm. Uh, if this pandemic has taught us anything it's that life can be short and appreciate the ones you love, the things you have. And sometimes that's something as super simple as clean clothes. Let's take a quick break here. I want to ask you if you like what you're hearing and want to help us keep episodes coming, please hit the subscribe button and share us with a friend, just one friend to help us spread the word. We also have a wonderful media partner in the Hingham Anchor, where each week we share bonus information with readers and guest photos, so you can put faces with voices. That's HinghamAnchor.com. Okay, back to our conversation. I want to bring in another volunteer now. His name's Dave Clinton, and he's been involved with the program for about two and a half years. Hey, Dave. Hi, how you doing, Allie? I'm good, I'm good. Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. So, Describe for me, if you would, Dave, what your first night was like. Ah, good question. So the first time I uh, arrived, I knew a lot of the people, which um, I wasn't sure that I would, since I, I live in Hull and uh, the laundromat is in Hull. And I didn't know everybody, but I, I knew I, there were faces there that I definitely recognized, and, and they knew me. What was that like? Well, it was it was a little strange, right? Because you know, I felt in some respects, I felt a little bit awkward. I kind of, I have this theory that you should just take people right where they are as they are, something I learned from another group. Mm -hmm. But it's much easier to do when you don't know people (laughs) than it is when you did know a person prior to to that need. Meaning that you knew them from high school or? That's right. Yeah. So a couple of the folks, um, there I actually went to high school with, was mm-hmm. in Cub Scouts with um, as a kid growing up in town. And then to see them have this kind of need, you know, I was just really happy that we were able to provide that need. Yeah. I was trying to put myself in their shoes and try to think what they might be thinking. And maybe I was projecting a little bit of myself on that. But, you know, that kind of breaks down quickly because you start to talk with them and um, you start talking about old times and, and then you don't think of it as it a charitable need. It's just, we're just two friends sitting down talking in a laundromat while their you know, clothes are getting done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you talk about kind of your reaction and how you were feeling, but did you get a sense of what their reaction was when they saw this guy from high school or Cub Scouts? Yeah. There's, there's a moment there um, where it's a little bit of awkwardness, I guess, mm-hmm. but it, it pretty quickly faded, at least for, you know, the person that I knew that I did Cub Scouts with, right? Mm-hmm. That quickly faded. And and then it was just, let's just talk as people. So that made me feel at ease because I think he felt at ease. So, mm. and that was important. 
without getting hyper specific, tell me about the clients that you see. Who who are they, or what what are they going through? So they vary, right? So there's a young couple um, with young young kids, very loving family. You can just you can just tell just by looking at them. You know, they're super appreciative. Then there's you know folks that uh, live in rooming houses, mm-hmm. like up the road. Uh, there's a uh, road up the street and there's a, a, a row of rooming houses, apartments, rooms for let, that kind of thing. And those folks are generally, um, they they have some uh, addiction problems mm-hmm. and hence they don't have stable workforce. So they're, you know, they, they have need, but they still need to have the clothes cleaned and, you know, be healthy and, you know, all that good stuff. And then there's folks that, you know, you see maybe once um, and then you don't see them again, but and for, for those folks, um, mm-hmm. could be that they lost their job due to a, an economic downturn for a little while and were in a short-term need and um, took advantage uh, of a great program that's in place. And that, that's what the program's for. So mm-hmm. you see all that. And then there's folks that are single single mom families, mm-hmm. single dad families, things like that, that yeah. um, just need a helping, a helping hand here and there. Yeah. It's interesting, you know, laundry, it seems like such a simple thing, but it's also incredibly meaningful. Tell me your perspective. So that's this idea that in my mind, as I look at it, is that if your clothes aren't clean, you still go through life, right? You go to the store, go for a walk down the street, but if your clothes are unkempt, they smell, things like that, other people might look down upon you. Mm. And nobody wants to feel like they've been looked down upon. So by giving somebody the gift of clean clothing, right, they're able to to feel that sense of dignity that they're not less than. They're just brothers in the human condition. Yeah, yeah. When you talk to clients and you've given them the card and the supplies to not have to pay that or whatever it is worth of of laundry. What is that to to these folks in crisis? Well, I I think it's just a huge amount of appreciation. Um, That's what I see. You know, they they come up and they say, oh, can you help me here by adding adding time to the machine, right? Mm -hmm. Or getting a Dixie cup full of of, uh, laundry detergent or dryer sheet. Mm -hmm. Because it's always, sure, of course, you know, whatever you need, you let me know, we'll help you, that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. And then it's just a, a feeling of, they're, they're so appreciative. Like they, they know what just happened. Like they just got clean clothes, right. For the first time in a long time, mm. because, because we're only there once a month, but uh, there's some period of time that they have to go without, but yeah, you know, without a program in place like this, it, it could be so much longer. And it's just appreciative appreciation. You yeah. Know, you can, you can, you can hear it in their voices. You can see it in their smiling faces. You know, think about it. It could be the difference between mm-hmm. medication and, you know, what are you going to do? Are you going to are you going to pay for the medication? Or are you going to pay for the clean clothes? Mm-hmm. I guarantee you're going to pay for the medication because the, the thought of losing a foot or your eyesight or part of your leg because you couldn't control um, a pretty insidious disease is far worse than thinking about whether or not um, I have to you know, go with dirtier clothes than I would like. Yeah. How does that hit you? It's, it's, it's pretty powerful. I mean, it's why Hmm. I got involved. It's just, you, 
you have to make decisions about what to put off in order to prioritize what is most important for the the resources you have. Mm -hmm. And I'm fortunate enough that I don't have to think that way very often. And we can get back in this way. Yeah. Because really, it's just about buying some detergent and time on the machines. Mm -hmm. And the more people that are on this side of the fence to to be able to help, Mm -hmm. the more people we can help feel love and dignity. Awesome. Awesome. Cynthia does feel it from these neighbors that she now sits in the laundromat with and chats easily as friends. And as she looks around, she sees more people in need, reaching out for that hand up. I feel like some people might not want to do stuff like that, but given this last year, I think everyone wants a little bit of help that needs help. Just makes you feel good to have clean clothes. It's a great feeling. Laundry Love is supported solely by volunteers and through donations. If you want to help or if you need help, log on to our website and we'll show you how to connect with volunteers. It's thehinghamcast.com. I want to say thank you to my partner, the fantastically talented producer-editor Kristen Keefe, to Donna Mavramatis and her team at Mavro Creative that designed our beautiful website. We also want to welcome our new intern, Ellie Formasano from Boston College. And, of course, thank you to you, our listeners. We love hearing from you. If you have ideas or feedback, reach out to me at Allie at the I'm Allie Donnelly. Talk to you soon.